welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I'm Ashley. I'm Matt. And today we're going to talk about a new film. It's called The Banshees of Inner Sheeran. This reunites director and writer Martin McDonough with uh, Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson. They all three worked together on In Bruges, which was my favorite movie of whatever year it was that came out. Um, but this is set in 1923 in an island off the coast of Ireland. And yeah, Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson, they are neighbors and we're friends until the movie opens and things kick off by Brendan Gleeson's character. His name is, uh, Cone. He says, uh, to Colin Farrell, who's, uh, Patrick, he says, I, I don't want to be friends anymore. And that sort of starts things off. Uh, as the movie progresses, we are, you know, onion layers of the onion are, uh, peeled off and we learn a little bit more about what's going on. Um, things happen. Uh, should also mention Colin Farrell uh, lives with his sister who's played by Carrie Condon and uh, there's also a village I mean for lack of a better term village idiot uh, <laughs> Dominic who's played wonderfully by Barry Keegan there's an interesting cast of characters and it's an interesting character study overall what did you think of it? Um, I love this movie quite a bit um you asked me after we saw it, you know, what, what did I like about it? And I said everything. And that's true. I, I love the, the look of it. I think it, the cinematography is brilliant. Um, you, you'll probably have the name of the, the cinematographer. Cinematographer here. is Ben Davis. Yep. Uh, it, it looks gorgeous and it, it fits the mood of the film so well. Because this, this, the, the movie um, dwells a lot in <laughs> themes like isolation and loneliness and... Uh, uh, yeah, the the setting, which is in, you know in this island off of Ireland, is is very isolated, and the cinematography just you know you really get the sense of that isolation and that loneliness that the characters are feeling. Um, but it's also very beautiful in, in its own stark kind of way. Um, so I love the look of the movie. the The screenplay I think is uh, uh, brilliant. I love the. There's a lot of humor in this film, surprisingly, kind of a dark humor and a a dry humor. I, I probably laughed at this movie more than I've laughed at a movie in, in quite a while. Um, even though it's not ostensibly a comedy. Um, and some people m- might not think it funny at all, but I found it funny. And the audience like, we were with, they laughed or, they, or they chuckled. Did. They did. They did. But a lot of that, and a lot of that comes from the dialogue and the characters that develop. A lot of the humor is character driven. Um, but it's also, this movie loves the language that these people speak and sometimes just the, the way that they were speaking and repeating certain things and just the way that they spoke was itself um, humorous, but not in, not, in, not making fun of it, but just kind of celebrating it. I thought, actually I thought of um, Fargo of all things, because that movie also takes joy in the language that the people speak. Um, and so does this movie. Um, so I loved the screenplay um, and the acting is fantastic. Um, Colin Farrell is great. I think it's um, easy to maybe underappreciate his performance because he's a very kind of reserved character, but he has to um, exhibit a lot of a, a large range of motion, emotion, and I think he does that uh, very well while still being this kind of reserved character. So I thought it was a pretty 
pretty great performance. He's reserved. I don't think he's as, quite as reserved as Brendan Gleeson, though. Well, no, that's a whole other level of reserved. And yeah, that's 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 a that's another good performance. Although of the two, his performance didn't draw me in as much, but um, but it's fascinating in its own way. I'll say that. And then you mentioned uh, Barry Keegan, who is my favorite character, plays the, my favorite character in the film. This the alleged uh, village idiot. He's he has some pretty um, intelligent insights himself. Um, but anytime he was on the screen, I, I just had a smile on my face. And um, yeah, he's a very poignant character, ultimately as well. So I loved all the acting. Yeah, everything about this film is great. It's it's. I can see how some people. It might not be everyone's cup of tea. It's it's rather dark. And if, if you've seen In Bruges, then you know that this director is fond of perhaps introducing some rather shocking elements, and this movie is no different. <laughs> yeah. No, I really like this movie as well. It's in my top five of the year uh, as of right now. Um, I think the performances of the, of the top four actors, Colin Farrell, Brendan Gleeson, Carrie Condon, and, and uh, Barry Keegan, are all excellent. Uh, Carrie Condon, particularly, I mean, she's like really the only female lead in this or co-lead. Uh, there's a couple other female characters. There's that old, um, an old woman, Sheila Fitton plays her, Mrs. Uh, McCormick, who's sort of a silent banshee of sorts in this movie. Uh, and then there's a, another character who's like a sort of the town gossip. But, um, yeah, uh, Carrie Condon is great in this and holds her own uh, amongst everyone else. And, Barry Keegan is just wonderful. He's a, a little favorite of mine, and uh, uh, I, I couldn't love him more in this movie. And uh, I, I like Colin Farrell, and I like Brendan Gleeson. They one is the more you know. Sometimes uh, we'll talk about actors or character actors who are giving performances that either implode or explode. To me, Colin Farrell is more of an exploding role in this, and, and Brendan Gleeson is more imploding. He's very quiet. He's very reserved. Um, he. But he has to convey, you know, what's going on with his character and and why he's, you know. So we'll get into a little bit, not a whole lot, but a little bit of what is going on with him. And, and he he basically is sort of, you know, he's not dying, but he says at one point he's maybe got like what twelve years left of life, <laughs> and he feels kind of like you know he's not uh, done enough to satisfy whatever it is people need to do to satisfy, you know, their existence. And so he is composing a song on his fiddle, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's, he's naming the Banshees of Inisherin. Um, and he, he starts, there's a really cool scene. I think it's a roughly midway through the movie in the local town pub, where is one of the main loca- loca- locations we, we, we see in this movie. Colin Farrell's character's drunk and he confronts Brendan Gleeson. And it's all about, um, life and and the impact that you know we make and 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 who remembers us and and what we were remembered for, and it's about being nice and you know Colin Farrell is just talking about how you know you know about he thought Brendan Gleeson's character was nice um, he feels like he's nice and Brendan Gleeson talks about you know hey look no one remembers nice people people get remembered for composing music or doing a writing or whatever. And that's what people are remembered for. So it's an interesting, I, I like that juxtaposition of like, well, we know what is important. Right. And I think that sort of is an individual 
it comes down to like an individual perspective, but you know, there's me personally, I'm, you know, I'm certainly someone who, you know, loves the music of Mozart and the plays of William Shakespeare and, and what have you. That said, I am also sometimes very fascinated by the billions of people that have existed on this earth who we know nothing about that have come and gone and who have lived lives, um, that, you know, never get recorded maybe on a gravestone and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think their lives were important. Their lives did mean something to, um, other human beings at the time. And, you know, no, they may not be known now. They may not be remembered now, but does that mean that their life was less important than somebody like Mozart? Mm-hmm. I don't believe so, but that's me. <laughs> Brendan Gleeson's character is obviously having a, a different, a different, uh, uh, crisis of personhood uh, going on there, and and, uh, and yeah, the movie uh, is is very beautiful. We talked earlier about Ben Davis's cinematography. The movie is sort of bathed in uh, kind of grays and browns. Um, there is a bit of isolation here. You know, I found it interesting. You know, if if you are someone that maybe does tire of a particular person or what have you this is a setting where you can't just ghost them, right? You know, it's, it's too, it's too isolated and and the population is too small where, you know, it, and someplace like the pub is the center of, of, of civilization. So you have to, you kind of, your paths have to cross. Um, and so I like that. It, the movie, the, the last quarter or so or third of it does get a bit dark. Um, I, I, I'm still adjusting mentally thinking mm-hmm. back to it about that. But, uh, you know, you and I talked about it off, uh, offline, uh, uh, earlier today. And I think, you know, you, you convinced me about why that was, <laughs> why some of that works. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, like you said, I, I, another thing I love about the movie is that it does deal with these big questions of, life and you know what which what should we be doing with ourselves while we're here and you know is it enough to be a rather dull but kind person or do you need to be you know engaged in some creative endeavor that will outlive you um and you know the, the the clever thing about the movie is that at different times and maybe at the same time you're you're on both of their sides like i i can understand I can understand where the Brendan Gleeson character is coming from. I think a lot of people can, you know, have, have been in a situation where you wish you had more time to do something maybe a little more profound with your time than kind of the mundane things that we have to do, you know, to get through life. Um, so there's that. And then, you know, but then there's other times where, you know, you feel like, Hey, just being a good person and, that makes it that makes a difference, and that's really all that that life is about. So, I, I love that it's grappling with those questions uh, along with all the other things that it that it talks about, um, including you know depression. There's there's so many things that this movie kind of touches on depression and and loneliness and a need for you know a, a need for a fulfilling career. That that's 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 a theme that the that the sister is is grappling with. So. Yeah, all this stuff is great. And I, I, I love too, there seems to be like this connection to like uh folklore. There's the the folk music that 
that is played and featured throughout. And there's, and then there's that, the woman that you mentioned, the old woman, who's kind of a, a silent banshee. She kind of wanders the place like a witch, and she's, <laughs> she seems very much of another time. Um, so, yeah, I love all that as, as well. Yeah, uh, and uh, shout out to Jenny, the miniature donkey. Oh, oh yeah, so uh, a care for and love of animals is also a theme of this movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because Colin Farrell's character is very much into his animals and loves his animals. And yeah. So, yeah, uh, what would you give this out of 10? I'm going to give it a 9.5 out right. of 10. I give it a 10. Oh, okay. So our score is a 9.8. And uh, it is on the tomato meter. It has a 97% certified fresh from critics. And that's with uh, 225 reviews from right. critics. Uh, 97% of them like it. And then uh, 87% score from audiences. Uh, it's a 9.8 from us. That's the Banshees of Inner Sharon. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Thank you.